Good morning, coaches. This is your wake-up call. Today is Monday, September 11th, and here are the three things you need to know for the week. Number one, clean, week, sneak, peek. That's right. Say that three times. Clean, week, sneak, peek. Okay, we're going to have a sneak peek of clean week on September 19th on Beachbody On Demand. This is a program that was created by the winner of the 20s, Megan Davies. It is an introductory program designed to help new customers who are not yet ready to commit to a challenge pack experience a full week of our total solution. The launch date of this product is October 3rd, but you want to visit FAQ 3466 for more info. Number two is the 10% club removal, and that is the 10% club discount, which goes into effect this Thursday, September 14th. This is good news for coaches since it will restore the full 25% you get on retail commissions. You want more information on that? FAQ 7740. And last but not least is the Success Club Prize for September. I just mentioned it earlier, but Hal Elrod is pretty darn cool. He wrote the book, The Miracle Morning, The Not-So-Obvious Secret Guaranteed to Transform Your Life Before 8 a.m. We got him to speak to our coaches. His message will inspire you, and this is available to you once you hit Success Club 5 in this month. FAQ 1040 has more information on that. Those are the three things you need to know for the week. And now I'd like to introduce our president of Global Sales, Jeff Hill. Sandy, thank you. And uh, good morning, everyone. And let me just echo uh, Sandy's sentiments earlier about uh, September. Boy, there's a lot of things that are happening, um, obviously, today and that are happening in Florida, surrounding areas, still in Texas. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of distraction and some very very serious things, and so our hearts, our prayers, our thoughts go out to everyone that they stay out of harm's way, that um, that they can get back on their feet, and this, it's a big deal. And I as, this morning, as I was watching um, some information on TV about September 11th and some moments of silence, the one piece that spoke out to me, in addition to everything that that represents. The one thing that stood out to me was the spirit of resilience um, that exists. And yes, we pause. Yes, we reflect. But in addition to that, there is, there is a tremendous sense that we have of a spirit of resilience and of acting. And so if nothing else on this day, I just invite you to um, turn your thoughts to that about how you, how we can be resilient, how we can put these pieces into action and to wherever we are, whatever our situation is, is that we won't be paralyzed, but the, that, we'll, that we'll act. And um, anyway, again, our thoughts go out to so many. Uh, we do have a great call this morning, and as you know, we, we keep moving. We do act. We do go. The intent of this call is to be a wake-up call, to pick up your step, to make you leap a little higher, move a little bit faster, to think a little bit differently, and to give you the tools to do so. And we've got a great call with Jamie Shepard this morning that I believe will exactly help you do that. But before I get there, and before I turn some time over to Darren Ashby, I'm going to steal a little bit of thunder uh, on announcing our top ten Team Cup winners for the month of August because these people really put it out there. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to go from 10th down to first place. I'm going to announce the top 10, uh, the top seven teams, uh, the na team names, and then just get into the names of the members of those who placed in the top three. So very, very quickly here, 
in 10th place. And you have to love the names on these. The shiny, happy unicorns. I mean, after all, have you ever met a unicorn that wasn't shiny and happy? In ninth place, Team High Five. In eighth place, Get Shift Done. I've got to slow down and pronounce that right. Get Shift Done. In seventh place, The Brawler Girls. In sixth place, Fit Trip, Fit Tribe Family. In fifth place, Inspire. In fourth place, FTW Girls. Not sure what that stands for, but you know what? I'm sure we will, they'll give some shout-outs and let us know what it is. Okay, in third place, here we go. We Read the Rules. Team members, Lena Klein, Véronique Tremblay, Valérie Royer, Pascal, Pascal Côté, Karine Bernier. In second place, Team Sparkle. Team members, Cindy Monette, Mélanie Charbon, Marie Pied. Filion, Marie-Pierre de Loni, and Valérie Gagné. And in first place, out of 35,000 coaches, uh, over 7,000 teams, in first place, Callie Tribe from Canada. And team captain, Emily Robida, Melissa Rod- Rod- Rodriguez, Maude Egli Moon, and I apologize if I get the pronunciations wrong. Joanie LaRouche and Josiane Hedou. So congratulations to the Cali tribe, and I know I probably just made them blush and go, oh, Jeff, uh, you could pronounce those so much better. But anyway, congratulations. We can't take, <laughs> wait to bring you out to California and to celebrate your uh, all of your hard effort. And I hear Sandy m- laughing mockingly in the background. Oh, how she should have done this. Sandy, not a word from you. Not a word yeah, from you. The great job. Oh, All right. with that, Yeah. Okay. With that, enough of that already. We got to move. San, or, uh, Darren, let's talk about other recognition and people that need to be recognized. You got it. Good job, by the way. Hey, and that cup trip is going to happen on October 10th through the 12th, so we'll be reaching out to that team to get them all set up and arranged, and we're excited to have them. But anyway, let's go on with recognition, and good morning, coaches. All right. Here we go with our newest diamond coaches. Congratulations to Kay Celestia Adams, Susan Berkowitz, Kelly Celestino, Jennifer Douglas, from Canada, Marie-France Deguay, Emily Green, Matthew Habe, Tiffany, <coughs> excuse me, Tiffany Kirkpatrick, Jeff Klein, Lindsay Nelson, Maria Olbries, from Canada, Susie Blanche Paredes, Lauren Siglambine, Cassandra Schmelzinger, Monique Smith, and Noah Spencer, way to go, guys. Now on to the new Star Diamond Coaches for the week. We had a good group this week. Congratulations to Lauren Avon, Katie Bryant, Jessica Cogswell, Sarah Cronin, Nicole Johnson, Lene Jones, in a secondary CBC, Brigida Linford, Sonia Lopez, Sabrina Mateo, Valerie Nelson, Emmy Schneider-Green, Gabby Serrano, Danielle Swadebeck from Canada, Kelly Underwood, and Kelsey Winberg. And now we have a new two-star diamond coach. That would be Genevieve Strzok. And coaches, we have several new three-star diamonds this week. Congratulations to Krista Anderson, April Jacobs, Danielle Jakubowski, and from Canada, Melissa St. Laurent. And a new four-star diamond coach. From Canada and in a secondary CBC, congratulations to Angie Belmar. All right, that's it for the ranks. Now on to the top success club point earners for the week. At the top of that list, Ashley Molstad, Emily Robida, Vanessa Boulay, Cindy Monette, Rachel Baldwin, and Amber Kuyper. 
And the top three coaches who have the most Beachbody Challenge submissions for the month of August are Ashley Molstad, Joy Bowen, and Tulin Emery. All right, that does it for this week. Congratulations to everyone on the call. Have a wonderful day. And make it a fantastic week, everybody. Take it away, Jeff. All right. Thank you, Darren. And as Darren pronounces the French names, I've just came to the conclusion very quickly that maybe all along our French coaches have been pronouncing their names in a wrong, and Darren and I have got it right. Um, we're going to go with that just for the moment anyway. That's great. Okay, maybe not so much. Anyway, we apologize for any mispronunciations, but congratulations to those coaches. Okay, coaches excited about this call this morning. Um, we are a coaching business. What does that mean? That means that we are in the business of helping people get results. And as a coach, one of the things you do is, yes, we bring customers into the business, but the other piece that we do is that we invite others to participate in the coaching opportunity. Twofold thing. One, creating other coaches. Two, bringing customers into the business. All about getting results. And today's call is about crushing the doubts about the coaching business. And we have a very prepared coach, a seven-star diamond. It's Jamie Shepard. She started coaching about four years ago. She's um, Every single one of those months, she has been in the business of helping people at least two or three a month. And, of course, we represent that through Success Club, 47 consecutive months in Success Club. Here's a piece that I love when we talk about helping people advance and move their business and grow. Seven of her coaches have advanced in rank in the last 90 days. Here's the other piece, helping people get results. Ten of her customers have submitted their results to the Beachbody Challenge Contest, so pretty cool. Uh, her, name is Mar- her name is Jamie. She's married to a guy by the name of Jamie, so they both answer, and they have two gorgeous dogs all the way from Bend, Oregon. Seven-star, three-time elite coach, Jamie Shepard. Jamie, are you there? I'm here. Hi. Are you ready to, okay, good morning. Are you ready to rock and roll? I'm ready to rock and roll. Okay. Did I, get most, did I get most of that information right? You did, yeah. I think Barnaby the cat would be a little still left, a little left out, but the rest of it, that was great. And I didn't know I had 10 people submit their Beachbody Challenge results, so good job, oh, you guys. Jamie, Jamie, you've got to stay in touch with us. We're going to keep I you ready. I do. Yes, you do. Well, listen, let's jump into this call because I know that you have some great information and the coaches want to know more about this idea of crushing the doubts of the coaching business. But let's just jump into how did you get started with Beachbody? Okay. Well, good morning, everyone. And if you'll indulge this yogi for our deep cleansing breath really quick, I realize I kind of need it, so maybe you do too. And a big old inhale and exhale. Okay. I'm yogied. <laughs> You're yogied out. Well, okay, so bear with me if I get a smidge emotional here, but when I was asked to speak today on this date, September 11th, um, a chill went up my spine. And I know we all remember in vivid detail where we were 16 years ago, but for me, the memory will always be a little haunting because – you see, I boarded a plane out of Boston that morning. Yeah, I was just 45 minutes away from a very completely different fate. I had just finished undergrad, and I was ready to embark on life as an adult. You know, I had my big plans, as we all do when we start a new chapter, right? And in an instant, all of that changed. The world stopped turning. The bottom fell out, you know, and it did for all of us. My plane never reached the West Coast because mid-flight we were grounded, and I remember being ushered off the plane and standing in the airport unsure where to go or, or what to do or even what was happening. And I remember trying to figure out why the masses of people were glued around every television monitor. 
and I asked the gentleman what was happening because I couldn't see above the crowd, and he said to me, well, whatever it is, kid, life will never be the same. And just like that, well, it wasn't. And for the next five days, the Sea of Strangers became my family, my community, my comfort, and it was a, it was a walking nightmare. Many of the details have faded, but with time, the emotion from that shared experience and how it brought people together is something I know I'll never forget. You know, I have memories freeze-framed in my mind, like coming down to the hotel lobby because I couldn't bear to be alone in my room anymore and watching the television replay the planes crash into the Twin Towers over and over and over when a hand reaches across the table to hold tight to mine, and we just watched together with tears streaming down our faces. You know, I remember elevator rides where we would step closer to one another instead of away. Or just frozen moments with of eyes locking across rooms and hugs being given freely and shared tears and stories. And, you know, it's powerful what a shared experience can do to bring a group of people together. And those five days taught me so much that really did lead me to here to this moment. It taught me to never take a day for granted, to always always be open to human connection, to lead with love, you know, to forgive, especially when it's really hard, and to live my life fully, which is what I committed to doing from that point forward. Because I knew I was just one ticket choice away from not being able to do that at all. So I became a school counselor, and I worked with some of the poorest schools in Oregon, um, and I loved that. But over time, the emotional and physical demands of that career, combined with the fact that I was also waiting tables nights and weekends, and I taught kids yoga, yet I still couldn't get all my bills paid, and some months couldn't at all, left me feeling defeated and really ready to give up completely. So while I loved my path of helping kids who needed me, it took more than it gave, and in, in the end, I was just an empty shell of anxiety. So when Beachbody came into my life via my Facebook news feed at that time, it, it was the light in the darkness, darkness and the relief I had prayed for. You know, and I think on a day like today, in these really troubled times with a very angry planet, and when so many people are hurting, it's important to stop and just simply be thankful you know, be thankful that we have this community and opportunity to help others. And I you know I feel so lucky to be here, to have my team, Team Wild Rain, you know, because they get me through the hard stuff and they lift me up. And so it's important to me to start our conversation here today in a place of gratitude. Because far too often I see coaches stay stuck or give up because their focus is on what isn't going well and the challenges they're facing. So I have to know from y'all listening, has coaching changed your life for the better in any way? Are you glad your coach asked you to join them? Assuming so, lead with that, because I am. You know, when my coach Steph invited me to join her, she gave me a gift that turned into the, the single most impactful decision I've ever made. So I share this opportunity with literally everyone and strive to pay that gift forward. Because the way I see it is, who am I to hold someone else's future captive in my mouth? Or worse, prejudge whether or not I think they'd want this, because that's not up to me. What is up to me is to put this in their path for them to consider and share why I think this would help them, like it has me and so and so many others. And then because I approach it like that, recruiting is really fun. I want it to be fun for everyone. And personally, I saw my business build momentum when I connected how recruiting and growing my team was the most direct route to reaching my goals. So as we go through this call, my hope is for you to be able to identify how growing a team can help you with your primary objective as a coach. So what is your goal? I have four ways I like to think about it. Is it that you want to help people? Well, I know my team and I can help exponentially more than I ever could alone. 
Is it that you want accountability to your own health goals? I know I found a group leading a group of clients and coaches in a challenge group, by example, as a challenger, is hands down the best accountability to my own wellness journey that I've ever found. Is it that you want to be an influencer and make an impact? Well, think of how much more of an influence you can make with a tribe of like-minded coaches who share your goals and vision. Or fourth, is it that you want to earn income or financial freedom? All it really took me was a once-over of our comp plan to understand that the ability to grow residual income and team cycle bonuses would come from growing a thriving team of coaches. You know, it's how I feel like I can work smarter, not harder, because without a team, I have one way to earn an income with this, retail and sales. So, you know, I didn't, I didn't start this business as a customer like many do. I saw this as a chance to be part of a community of people that walked through the world like I wanted to be able to while earning financial stability like I really needed to. And so, and as we know, our vibe attracts our tribe. So much of my team shares the same goals and vision that I have, which makes constantly growing that team super fun. Okay, so let's talk about navigating the challenges that will inevitably be in your path. Because wouldn't it be nice if we could just walk up to our best friends and say, hey, come be a coach with me, and they do? Yeah, that would be awesome. I wish, but it doesn't work like that. But do trust that all of this is figure outable with time and consistency, and they will come around. So what I'd like to do is dig right in and give you all some direct ways to navigate what I feel are the three most common objections and fears I feel like we face with prospective coaches. One is time, the second is being a salesperson, and the third is our business model. Okay, but before I do, I feel like this would all be for nothing if I didn't front load it with what the biggest hurdle of them all is, you. Your mindset will serve as the thermostat to your success in this. Because we all had fears and questions before we started, and some of those do linger post-enrollment. You know, people can sense inauthenticity, and they are repelled by negative energy. So in order to recruit well, you have to be both confident and passionate about what this business does for you and will do for you and then share that. Because if you aren't excited about your business, why would anybody be excited to join you? Just let that sink in for a moment. So objections. Okay, trust that they are that all they are is an indicator that the person needs more information. So the first one is let's start with time. You know, that I'm too busy to add anything else to my plate. One thing I know for certain is we are all busy. That is a legit concern. No matter if you have zero fit kids or five, if you work from home or juggle three jobs, if you're training for a triathlon or even sick with an illness, a full plate is a full plate. There's no judgment. It's not a competition or comparison game. Regardless of what is filling your plate, no one thinks they can add one more thing. Yet, we make time for things that matter. So just like if your kiddo got sick, if you wanted to watch a movie, if you had an emergency dentist visit, or even if you just started dating someone you're really excited about, we all have pockets of time in our life, and we will make space for things that we deem important. So know this. When the why is big enough, the how just naturally finds its way. So things you can do to handle this objection of time. First, share your vision. What are you working for and wanting to achieve with your business? The clearer and more confident you are in sharing your vision, the more people will start to think of theirs and how they can achieve it with this. Two, using a simple conversation formula we call feel felt found works amazingly to help make people feel heard and not defensive. And then be ready to listen to what you have to say in return, which is the goal, right? It's as simple as, I know how you feel, I felt the same way, what I found was. And then insert your truth, your truth. 
What it does for the recipient is empathize with them. It makes a connection point with them. And then you can counter to them and offer them a different perspective. You know, you can use this formula with any objection, not just time. Okay, third, show yourself doing it all on social media. Tell your story and, how, and show yourself working from your home office while also being able to be mobile and bring your business with you anywhere. You know, you can paint a picture that this isn't a job where you can only find success one way and show how it fits into your busy days. In those one-on-one -on -one conversations, explain that training is multitaskable. You know, they... When I first started, I used to listen to national wake-up calls like this on Bluetooth on my commute every day from work. I would listen to YouTubes while I worked out, and I, when I did chores or on the occasion that I cooked, I would listen to personal development on audio. Okay, and lastly for this one, remember we have the vital process for a reason. They don't have to balance it all immediately, and most won't. For those who start as a client or a discount coach first, they're already going to be carving out time and shifting their priorities on their health journey and getting comfy with social media. You guys, that's like our vital behaviors, right? So weaving in business building activities should be an easy, natural extension for them. Okay, so the next objection, number two, is that I want to talk about is not wanting to be a salesperson. I hear this one a lot, even from existing coaches, and it kills me. <laughs> because since when was being in sales such a bad word? Okay, I recognize every job I've ever had, I was selling something, whether I was waiting tables, as a school counselor, as a yoga teacher, and you know what, every mom or dad out there, y'all best be raising your hands too because we are all salespeople every day. Have you ever heard of Yelp or read an Amazon review before buying? Have you ever left a review or maybe found a brand of mascara or workout shoes you love? Or what if you fell in love with a restaurant or book or a movie and you recommended it to others? That's selling, you guys. That's modern age viral marketing and the power of the peer review. Brand endorsement, except I wonder how many of those companies paid you for giving your recommendation, and also how many of those products literally could change or transform your life. Well, hello with Beachbody, we have a way to share life-changing products and earn a life-changing income all from a peer endorsement and sharing our testimony. So I see a distinction between selling something and being salesy. Which is in truth, salesy is in truth a valid and legitimate issue that I think will hurt your business. So things you can do to illustrate how to share and not be salesy. Well, first, don't be a walking billboard for Beachbody. Don't use stock photos, which are photos the marketing and ad teams took, not you. Don't put um, website links on your page. Under your employment bio, it shouldn't say works at Beachbody. And I'd even encourage you not to use product name in the first year. Brand you, and by that I mean share your story and how your life is being changed. Being able to show your potential coaches by your own example that you don't have to inundate your newsfeed or inner circle with these things because how they see you behave on social media is how they think they'll have to behave and they'll make their choices accordingly. Second, the vital behaviors. Be a product of the product. Your life and health will change if you drink Shakeology daily and work out. Even more so if you use the containers and eat clean, and even more if you drink the performance line and use the boost in your shakes or do the ultimate reset or the three-day refresh because you're creating habits and rituals, and those things create a compound effect of success. Success breeds enthusiasm, and we naturally share what we're excited about and conversely want to hear from others what's working for them. And thirdly, use free groups. You know, they're an easy, natural win to help give your prospects an opportunity to 
be invested in and help them see that this is all legit and quite fun. And just remember to be the example you want to foster in others. So third and my favorite objection is our business model or the network. And yes, I'm going to say positioning oneself and aligning with our company is a frequent objection. I'd wager that it, it was a fear or point of concern that we actually all had on some level. You know, and for some, it'll stem from our network marketing business model. Others, the name Beachbody itself and the imagery it conjures up, or even just the fact that what we do is different than the norm. So think about it from the outside in. We have our own language. We're all wearing and ble bleeding our Beachbody blue and quite literally drinking the superfood Kool-Aid. I mean, I can kind of see how it may feel scary or different or even cult-like because, you know, it's kind of funny when you think about it like that. But what makes any community a shared experience, right? Shared values, shared vision, yes. You know, at Leadership a couple years ago, Vita Lafada spoke, and I'll never forget what he said there. With Beachbody, we have a solution for so many people's primary source of pain. On one hand, the cure for obesity, and on the other hand, the cure for being broke, which is so true. You know, but if we had three hands, I'd add community and a place to belong to that third. And I'm going to put my counselor hat on for just a quick moment and touch on something I learned on grad school because it applies here. It's called Maslow's Hierarchy of Basic Needs, and it's a theory on what motivates human action and decision. So our physiological needs come first, food, water, shelter, followed by our safety and security, which are those financial and physical stability needs and our health and wellness. And then very next on our basic needs as a human being is a community and a place to belong. So being an adult, it can feel pretty isolating sometimes, right? Compared to when we're younger, you know, when we have school classes and clubs and sports and teams and youth groups, and we have that community daily. But then fast forward to adulthood where we don't usually get to pick out our work colleagues and or life as a parent becomes like our primary social outlet. And many of us, so then, therefore many of us are lacking in one of our basic needs. So with Beachbody, we can solve that. We can solve a basic need through the gift of our community. And I believe that our community is the most incredible thing that we share. And for me, it's been the most transformative aspect of this business. So how do we bridge that gap? Things you can do to reject the negativity around network marketing. First, and this is the biggest for me, is attend or plan live events. And this is what I personally am all about. You know, so always get yourself to Summit, of course, and Super Saturday is a non-negotiable in my mind, too. And you know what? There's one coming up in just a week. And I, you know, it was 100% of a game changer for me. But don't wait for that. Don't wait for the Beachbody planned events. You know, plan your own fit club. Invite people to work out at your house. Go on coffee dates. Volunteer together. But then invite your prospects to join you so that they can feel this energy, too. Showing up in real life will also fill your own cup, which is good, but then it'll show that, because there's going to be pictures, it'll show that we and that this is real. And it's not just you and your phone alone at home, because that image isn't going to appeal to people and speak to their basic need, right? Okay, second, tell your story. But even more, share other stories. Going live and doing live events with your team and, and using group photos and just sharing your life is going to be powerful. Vulnerability is courage, and stories are what connects us heart to heart, not facts. You know, we're all living this shared community and shared experience, but we each have a different, unique lens. So I like to use Women Crush, Women Crush Wednesday, Transformation Tuesday, Shout Out Saturday, you can make your own hashtag, but also New Coach Welcomes and Rank Advancements to highlight the stories of those on my team. 
I like to share what makes them unique and the obstacles they're overcoming. And this shows that my this shows my audience that coaching isn't a one size fits all, and it gives others the stories to relate to and connect to beyond just mine. And it keeps me bonded with my team and their stories tighter too. And thirdly, this may be obvious, but I'm going to say it because you know, be normal, be you. Don't give your followers and your friends and family whiplash by suddenly flipping a switch one day and going from the you they've always known and loved to being a one-dimensional fitness coach. Remember, it's your uniqueness that will attract your tribe and yours alone. So personally, I like to use voice memos and FaceTime or Zoom and in-person meetups so that my prospective coaches can hear my tone of voice, can read my body, my body language, and really get to see the real me beyond what they see on social media. So those are my three primary objections. But real quick, I'm going to pull an Autumn Calabrese and offer a quick bonus tip because um, I need to circle back to mindset really fast. Because like I said at the beginning, it will eclipse all other efforts you make in recruiting if you don't get this right. You've got to keep your heart and mind in a place of positivity and service to others and how this can help them with their needs. So, And I know this can be kind of hard sometimes. So my call to action for you all is to identify all the reasons why you're glad you're given the opportunity to be here and grow this business. One thing I teach my team is to make a gratitude list specific to their coaching business. You can use these questions as a prompt. What has coaching brought to your life? What do you like or are enjoying the most about coaching or your team? How does it challenge you? What will it do for your life if you don't give up? And what are you most thankful for? I did just post these prompts on my social media on Instagram and Facebook if you want to go and and copy them there if you didn't catch them. But I want you to make this list for yourself. Type it up and post it somewhere you'll see it daily to inspire your social media posts and your private conversations. You know, I encourage my team to breadcrumb these items from their list individually throughout the month and then repeat, you know, because what you focus on expands. So if you start with gratitude, I'd argue it will not only bring more of the good stuff into your business and life, but it will also build a tremendous amount of confidence in you and keep things really fun. And people want to join fun, you know, and then be patient because the last thing you want to do is try to convince or worse, chase people. And just remember, how long did it take you to say yes? Honor each person's process and give them the time and space they need. They will come around as long as you're still showing up consistently when when they're ready. Okay, so I hope this knowledge will help you go build your dream team and have fun doing it. You, you know, Jamie, is I'm just listening intently on this, and, and, and if I were to crystallize or try to capture the overall theme on this, there's some great specifics that are embedded here. But to me, the piece that still resonates is is this, again, you started with this, this sense of community that's created. People want a sense of community, but people also want what you authentically have. And that's flipping the switch from, you talked about sales, you know, being salesy versus the sharing piece. And people always share what they feel authentically about. That's where the passion is. You don't have to have all of the answers. And I think that's where the feel felt found, you know, I think maybe I got those wrong, but those, that sense of, of relating to people comes from. And if, you're, if you feel profoundly passionate about what you're doing, that then removes the obstacles to mm-hmm. what you're trying you know, to, to achieve. And people sense that and people feel that. And they know that you're in the right place as you talk with them. 
And that mm-hmm. also removes the fear because I think what fear is created from oftentimes is it's our self-doubt, it's doubt in ourself, it's doubt in what we're offering. But if you feel profoundly passionate about that in sharing, you won't have any self-doubt or be afraid or have that fear of sharing with other people. And when you're talking about the coaching opportunity for people, that is part of who we are. It is part of what we do. It may not be for everybody, but if you're sharing it authentically with people, they're not going to be offended by that. They'll be grateful that, hey, I had an opportunity to consider it. Not for me. Maybe not now. Fine. And as you said, be, be, you know, be, be patient with this. Um, so some absolutely um, you know, great, great content on this. I think, you know, the other piece, just, again, just you, you spurred a lot of thoughts on this, is um, you don't have to know all of the answers. Um, it, it, you, you do need to have a sense of where you want to go and what that mm-hmm. looks like. But as you put yourself into the process, the answers mostly are there. But if you, you know, sometimes I think we, we, we worry if, if we're going to jump you know, sometimes you're not, you're not supposed to be concerned about what happens in the middle of the jump. You're supposed to be thinking about what you're going to about where you're going to land, right? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and so I think sometimes if we have a clear picture of where we're going to land, the stuff in the middle will come. Don't be worried about that. You'll figure that out along your way. So yeah. um, now we need to wrap up here. But as you look back, you know, um, some 16 years ago, I know two, 2001. Uh, crazy date. How has life changed since that moment when things started to change for you? Well, I mean, I'm sure you don't mean how I didn't eat a plate of brownies and stress eat that this morning for breakfast and I drank Shakeology yeah. instead. No, I'm kidding. Well, um, so 16 years ago today, I know I had an angel protecting me, and I don't, I don't take that lightly. And from that point forward, I committed to doing my part to make the world better. So every September 11th since, I've tried to serve others whether it was volunteering, organizing service projects at my schools, or giving back in some way. So the fact that I was asked today of all days to serve this network, it feels very serendipitous. And I'm not the same disenchanted and overly anxious woman I was four years ago when when this opportunity and stuff found me. Uh, Myself at my core and my life has changed on every level. And as an example, Instead of heading back into another long school year as a counselor, tomorrow I'm getting on a plane to Europe for the next three weeks. And I get to cheer on my husband, you know, Jamie, the other Jamie you mentioned, Friday as he wins first place at the Triathlon World Championships in the Netherlands and be there to cheer him on in person. And I wouldn't even have met him were it not for coaching. You know, and I'm surrounded by the most amazing friends who lift me up. I've just never had such a great, amusing, like, supportive network of people and my team Wild Rain. And they am people that empower me to dream bigger and do better, but also keep me grounded in my commitment to others. And I and I don't ever feel alone anymore. So, you know, the company and the people I've been blessed to meet over the last four years have changed me permanently. And I learned, you know, in 2001 that there are no guarantees in life and to never take a day or person for granted. And I feel like I'm able to do that fully thanks to Beachbody and getting to be part of this world. Well, well said, and good luck to Jamie in his uh, in his competition. I'm sure he'll rock it absolutely. He uh, that's the fun, and we can't can't wait to hear. Coaches, b- b- bottom line on this: this isn't. Look, one other thought first is Jamie just summed up there. To me, this is a business about 
authentically helping other people and creating results in people's lives. I say this all the time, but there are no shortcuts on this. There's nothing fake about this. What we do is real. What we offer is real. That's something that every single day when people ask me, who are you guys? What do you do? I can look them straight in the eye and just say, we offer people an opportunity, the greatest opportunity to change their lives in so many ways with Mm -hmm. fitness. And through the fitness, there's financial opportunities and there's great nutrition. And on the stuff that happens on the outside is minuscule compared to what happens on the inside and was what's shared with other people. And if you get a sense of that, if you get that into your DNA, if you get that into your blood, then you're going to have a confidence and a passion to share with people. And the fear will disappear. The answers will come as you put yourself into the situation. You may not be perfect, but you will learn and you will grow and you will rinse and repeat. And those pieces will come to you. But This isn't a case of taking a big chance with something. It's a matter of giving yourself a big chance with something. And oftentimes, the major obstacle to overcoming the odds is that we never challenge them, that you don't challenge them. And until you test your limits regarding what you can achieve, you can't truly know what your chances really are. And the cool thing is is that the odds change in your favor when you begin to challenge them because you realize just how good you are, how talented you are, how much you can realize when you start to apply your effort and your skill sets developed. But if you try to minimize your vulnerability by avoiding a new set of risk, by avoiding something new, you absolutely kill your chances for tremendous growth and change in your life and helping other people's. That's not in our DNA. That's not who we are. I don't believe that's who you are. You want to be a life changer and a transformative person in other people's lives. That's what we do. That's what this Monday is about. When I think back 16 years ago, the resilience that was created, you know what? We came out of that with a greater strength and a crucible moment of resilience where we're stronger. Let's go out this week stronger and make a difference in people's lives. Jamie, thanks so much for being on this call. And Sandy, I'll toss it back to you. Have a great week. Thank you. Sound advice. Thank you, Jeff, and thanks, Jamie. Um, The number to call back is 832-225-5065. Make it a good day, everybody. Hug your family and help a neighbor out, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.